0: everybody, welcome to The Community Is Our Middle Name podcast, proudly brought to you by Grampians Community Health. My name is Gareth Olver, great to be with you again for another episode, and this is an appropriate episode to be dropping today, because today is St. Patrick's Day, as I, as I say this, as I produce this uh, introduction. And we're doing our first GCH Green podcast, so we're not talking about the wearing of the green, we're talking about the being of the green. So uh, Letitia Stevens joins me for this GCH Green podcast, our first GCH Green podcast, we're going to do a few of them. And Letitia and I talk about how you can make small changes around your house that won't cost you a fortune, but that can make a big difference to uh, your environmental impact and to all of our environmental impact. Um, We've got some really cool tips and it's stuff that we've tried ourselves as well. So stuff that we can get locally and stuff that you can do locally. So have a listen. This is a GCH Green episode of the Community Is A Middle Name podcast, proudly brought to you by Grandpian's Community Health for you, your family and our community. (laughs) anyone who listened to the last thing that we put out on this podcast may have heard me talk about GCH Green. We're going to do some GCH Green podcasts sort of every month. Small tips to help you uh, make small changes that can can do big things to the environment. So as as we say in our GCH Green posts, uh, big changes can make, uh, sorry, small changes can make a big difference. I see it every week. Leticia, thanks for joining me.
1: Hi, good to be back again.
0: And uh, Letitia is part of the GCH Podcast Network, Listen to Our Community is Able, coming very shortly. Having haven't got an ETA, Letitia. No,
1: we're um, plugging away at it, but hopefully soon. We'll see how we go.
0: I can't wait. I'm so keen to hear it.
1: So am I. And we've got some already some really good uh, guest speakers lined up to chat to as well.
0: Which is funny because they haven't asked me yet. So anyway, <laughs> um, we're talking GCH Green, and I'm going to pull the curtain back, Letitia, and just let people know this is our second crack at it, mm-hmm. uh, and I may an error last time and couldn't use the the uh audio but you know try again just with little things that people can do around their house to be more environmentally friendly and uh the stuff that doesn't break the bank like we spoke about last time when people think of you know making changes to be more green they think of solar panels they think of electric vehicles batteries which are all fantastic things but do cost money mm-hmm. so we're looking at smaller ways people can make changes. Uh, and we speak at, at about yeah, toothbrushes. Yeah. So um, let's, for the people who miss that, which is everyone, because my recording skill wasn't great on that day, let's talk a bit about toothbrushes because there's 3.5 billion toothbrushes globally end up in landfill every year. And I mean, people wouldn't think of that, would they?
1: No, it's a lot too. And it's yeah, one of those small things in your household you just don't consider, but there's ways around it, isn't there, Gareth?
0: Absolutely. What people don't realise is that the, the ways around it, as you said, uh changing from that plastic toothbrush to something that's more um eco-friendly and you can get them at your local supermarkets. So mm-hmm. I've I use cornstarch toothbrush. Um and it feels like a like a plastic toothbrush. Dare I say handles like a plastic toothbrush. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: but it's ninety eight percent plastic free.
1: Yay. Yep. Uh
0: just the the bristles are nylon which are too little to to recycle. They're covered in um Charcoal, which is cool. Um, so all I'm going to have to do is either pull the bristles out with a pair of pliers or chop the head off, chuck it in my green bin, and it's uh, commercially compostable.
1: Yes, yeah, which I think is important too, is knowing that you can instead of throwing it in the bin, just whack it in the compost bin.
0: But yeah, you have to double check because some things are commercially compostable, which means it have to go into your. You, know, you you and I have both got uh, the the four bins that have rolled out across Victoria. The green littered bin is for you, um, your, your green waste, and that's where your compostable things can go. So that's – if you're like me and you've got a cornstarch one, check the packaging, mm. and that will tell you if it's commercially compostable or home compostable because, yeah, otherwise you could have stuff sitting in your compost bin for a long time.
1: Yes, and I'm glad you brought that up because I need to check mine as well. I've got a bamboo one, but I'm not sure about the bristles as well.
0: So how do they handle, the bamboos?
1: I really like them um, just because they're, they're pretty much similar and they're not much – more like dearer than a normal toothbrush anyway like i think an electric one you'd probably spend 20 on anyway and you meant to change them the, the bristles up quite regularly i think as well so
0: every three to four months
1: mm, yeah so bamboo ones are just easy to use pretty cheap as well
0: someone asked me about the electric toothbrushes now you mentioned it mm. and there are bamboo heads you Ooh. can get for your electric toothbrush
1: that's good as well too yeah
0: yeah and invented by our friends in sweden aren't they are they incredible?
1: That's nice of them, yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's so good. But, yeah, I got mine at the local supermarket in our – at the local Woolworths. Um, you can also get ones that I think Chemist Warehouse mm. might have them that have uh, aluminium handles, mm. and they use somewhere around 60 to 80% less plastic because you're only changing heads.
1: Yeah, easy then, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're electric, though. So, um, yeah, the other good thing is, like you said, you've got bamboo – Bamboo is a bit of a super plant.
1: Yes, I have heard that too. So, I just, as long as it doesn't grow out of me compost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but it's useful for so many things. Um, bamboo grows, I think, four times faster than than what you know mm. trees grow, and it it's you can cut it down to nothing and it grows back.
1: Great.
0: It's it's an incredible plant, and you're seeing it more and more. So it's um,
1: a better choice over trees, I guess, as well too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know how many people are going with a wooden toothbrush. I I actually
1: tried a wooden toothbrush. Um, For me, if you do have sensory, like, or don't like texture, Mm. you might not like the wooden one instead. But I think, like, as we said, bamboo is a bit more better for the environment. So the bamboo ones I reckon are nicer. It gets soggy. Yeah, it does, and it can go mouldy, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: the, the wooden one.
1: Yeah, the wooden one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it'd be like when you have a toothpick in your mouth for too long.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or, or the
0: um the straws, the paper straws that yeah break yeah. down. Uh yeah, a bit look better than better than nothing. And the other thing with the bristles we mentioned, like you can't recycle them, but you can get boar's hair bristles. How do you reckon you'd go with boar's hair?
1: Oh, um, I don't know, but I suppose like we use a lot of um sort of animal pro- products anyway, but would you would you notice it? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: probably what people used before we had all this plastic stuff.
1: True, yeah.
0: I don't know how I'd – if I didn't know it was pig bristles, mm. I probably wouldn't care. But then yeah. there's a limited market for that too because you've got people who are vegan, for example, or
1: yeah.
0: Muslim or Jewish who, you know, kind of anything from from pigs. But if I didn't know any different, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know.
1: know. Yep, you don't know what you know. No, so and if it works,
0: maybe you can give it a test run for a future mm. podcast. on on the actual air. We could like brushing it. Oh air. yeah, ooh, <laughs> wonder. <laughs> um, that wasn't meant to. That was meant to sound a bit muffled for anyone out there listening. Um, what other the little things can you do? Just just around the house.
1: Yeah. So I think um another good one sticking on the the teeth kind of theme is truth. Um, your Tooth floss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've got charcoal ones of those that are. You can reuse them a couple of times, and then you can also um, dispose of them pretty green as well too, which is nice. So I think they can go into the compost as well, which is good. But um, shampoo and conditioners. My pop in his day used to use a egg for his uh, shampoo and conditioner, and then a little bit of soap on occasion as well too.
0: Eggs are expensive at the moment.
1: Yeah, they are. They've gone up really quite quickly.
0: <laughs> Our chickens are off the way. Put the shampoo and conditioner, what, what I use and what my kids use as well, mm-hmm. who've got much longer hair than I do, uh, the shampoo and conditioner bars. Yeah. yeah. So I picked them up from local chemist here. Um, I think you can find them now in supermarkets. Uh, they're more expensive than buying bottles of shampoo, but they last for so long mm-hmm. it works out in the end that you'll probably be sp- – Spending less money on your shampoo and conditioner. All it takes is, you know, I tell the kids to go around the world five times and then scrub it in, it gives up really good leather, and then it's you, you're, you're ready to go. No plastic involved whatsoever. Great. Comes in cardboard packaging, which is obviously recyclable, or you can get in a um, metal tin. And yet, last and last and last. So good. Um, but people who like squirting gooey into their hands when they're washing their hair, mm. you can get shampoo and conditioner companies who you will send the bottles back to and they will refill them.
1: Yes, yeah, which is good too because people like me who have pink hair and need a uh, specialised shampoo unfortunately might have to use a bottle one, so it's good to know that there's, I guess, more ethical options out there if need be. Yeah,
0: yeah. not not naturally pink for anyone who's <laughs> really pulling the curtain back here today.
1: Um, <laughs> no, my secret is revealed.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Just quickly ducking back for a second to toothbrushes. If you've got a, a drawer full of toothbrushes, plastic ones, don't just chuck them out either. They can be repurposed. Um, great for cleaning, computer keyboards, mm-hmm. Solzy issues, jewellery. Um, what else? Cheese graters, um, the, the faucet on your tap, um, grout, like in your shower, mm-hmm. all those little finicky jobs that are a real pain in the backside sometimes.
1: Yeah, I definitely use that old... Uh, um tree toothbrush as the bathroom cleaner to get into the uh, little nooky crack bits. so it does work really well <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i guess the whole thing is we, we're trying to to break this reliance on plastics because we can talk about straws as well next mm. because obviously the ban on plastic straws came into effect here in victoria last month um but we're just trying to break that cycle where everything we use is plastic and just letting people know there are alternatives out there.
1: Yeah, which is great. And um I know for myself I carry around usually I've got instead of plastic straws I've got at home metal ones that are reusable.
0: How many different types of materials do you think you can get
1: oh, for straws? I reckon there'd be quite a few as well too for like also um like for that sensory as well too, so to cater for that.
0: Yes, or for yeah, people with disability you can get silicon. Mm-hmm. As well. Um all right. I'll I'll run through some. Oh, go for I'll it. I'll run through some. Here we go. You can get uh, wheat, hay, or straw, which obviously makes sense mm-hmm. where the name straw comes from. Ah. Uh, bamboo, that, that amazing plant. Papaya leaf, sugar cane, paper, which everyone's aware of, which isn't great. Mm. Doesn't last very well in your drink. Seaweed, uh the metal ones, like you said, you can also get, I think, rose gold.
1: Ooh, as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, glass, um carbon fiber. People use pasta as a straw.
1: Pasta, that's inventive. I'm gonna have to see if I can find, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um ice, yeah, yeah or or rice. Or you can get edible straws.
1: Great, right, yeah. I think the edible one I was leaning towards. As soon as you said sugar cane, I was like, "Oh, I wonder if it tastes sweet and I can eat it." <laughs>
0: well, I think I looked up the edible ones because I'm like, "This is interesting."
1: Because
0: mm. I know sometimes the paper ones just disintegrate. Um, we had we had a, my wife and I went to and got a got a drink from somewhere in town. It's about 15 minutes from home to us, and, and her straw had disintegrated by the mm. time we got home. Uh, apparently these edible ones can last up to about 40 minutes before they start to go soggy, so I'm, sure, I'm assuming they're like biscuit. Mm. Um, so if you had a choice, any of those, any of those, I think there's like 15 that I reared off, and they said to you, Leticia, you have to use one of these. What would you use?
1: Probably the rose gold. <laughs> yeah, just to match my hair. But <laughs> uh, I think how like a lot of them are quite good, and I'd probably alternate depending on what I'm eating too.
0: I'd go the sugarcane, wheat, or straw. I think it's also a good way for, uh, especially for the wheat stalks that get burnt off usually, mm. um, which can provide some nutrients back into the soil, but also is pumping carbon out in the atmosphere. Good way for some farmers to be able to use those stalks that normally just get rid of
1: mm.
0: and make a bit of extra extra cash off that. Fossilery can just look cool
1: yeah it would wouldn't
0: it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think that'd be' that'd be like really really awesome um and we did touch on people's with disabilities or people's sensory issues um there are still plastic straws available for people who need them if they've got a medical reason or a disability that requires them to still use the plastic uh, mm. so and I think hard plastics still available to be sold mm I think I'll double check that if anyone wants. Anyone, anyone knows, email me and we can confirm it yeah. on the on the next episode. What other things do you do around the house?
1: Hmm, That's a good cho- question too. Um, I think it's small things, like even um, just being mindful of, I have a lot of meal prep for anyone who knows me, so I recycle all my containers as well too because I want to get the most use out of them. But we were actually talking, I think, last time about beeswax
0: wrap as well yeah 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 so actually just put a thing up on our socials this week about um, beeswax wraps and some of the other um, alternatives to cling wrap because you know vegan people obviously can't use beeswax mm. actually because it contains a uh, animal product but you can just use cloth mm. cloth wraps uh, or silicon
1: nice
0: and we also were talking before we started recording about things like uh, the, the the trays you get your mints in from the supermarket. Mm. Um, none of that is actually recyclable. So the cleaning wrap you have to chuck in your, in your rubbish, the little black moisture thingy that's under the, the meat.
1: Styrofoam as well, sometimes the containers, yeah. Yeah,
0: even the plastic containers aren't recyclable because it's soft plastic.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: And I didn't realise that. We mm. used to put our containers out into the recycling until I checked. Yep. And... I was um, I was really surprised. Uh, and another thing people don't often realise as well, they, they think also awesome, we're doing the right thing with our uh, cleaning products, like, you know, yeah. the, the toilet cleaners. Yes. And they don't realise that the film on the inside you have to peel off because that is not recyclable. Mm,
1: so you know how very- it's
0: got like the, the, yep. uh, the the brand thing on it, on like this film, you have to take it that off, that's not yeah, recyclable. Yeah, like
1: even the handles too might not be all plastic. Sometimes I notice they put like a rubbery thing around it too, mm-hmm. so that probably needs to come off. Before recycling it as well.
0: Yeah, mm. and um, even things like like wine bottles, for example, or your you jars of pasta, you have to separate the lid from the mm. from the the jar because one is metal and one's glass, glass and yep. you've got to put them in the separate bins. Yeah, it doesn't take long to do that, does it?
1: No, and it's um, it, it's once you get a good system happening, it's quite easy to pull them apart. Or like I know with me, when I'm cooking, I clean as I go. And I'll make sure that I'm in part of that process is separating out what's what to go into which bin because, yeah, we've definitely got a few bins now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my job at home too, yeah. the recycling and stuff like that and, yep. and making sure that I know what's going in where and also making sure the kids are aware that what we need, needs to stay at on the bench for me mm-hmm. to put in the recycling bin and what goes into the into the rubbish. Uh, the other thing is the the green waste bins. There's a lot of things that can go in that that people don't realise. Mm. Um Ash from your wood fire, for example, can go in that. I've got a wood fire at home. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, can't be hot. It has to be cold. But you can um, put that in there. You can put dust, be vacuum cleaner in there, bones mm. from like, chicken bones, chop bones, yep. uh, all that sort of stuff. We talked about the um, things like the toothbrushes that are commercially compostable. All that can go into your green bin. Right. There's a heap of different things that can go in there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think we Put a have posted about that a few weeks ago. If anyone wants to scroll back on your Facebook or Instagram and check it out because there's um, there's plenty of stuff you can put in there. What do you do with your food scraps?
1: Uh, we compost at home, so but it's good to know about the chicken bones because I had been just putting them in the bin, so I'm definitely going to put them in our green bin going forward. Um, but, yeah, we've got two compost bins and then with we have a wood fireplace as well too. So we usually put our ash straight on the garden because it's also good for I think, retaining the carbon in the soil as well and replenishing it. Um, But, yeah, just small things we got, yeah. And we keep them really close inside so we're able to just quickly put everything into it as well because at the end of the day, you would want a little bit of convenience for yourself to do that.
0: Yeah, the thing with the ash is if you put too much in the one spot, it changes the pH balance of your soil. Yes,
1: yeah. Yeah, we only normally put it around our lemon tree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I actually... uh, managed to have a lemon tree people said they're they're unkillable i've managed to actually
1: yes, yeah. kill kill
0: Oh what, no
1: <laughs> not nice
0: <laughs> yeah with the assistance of the local kangaroos who stripped it of all its. Oh so
1: okay yeah i didn't know kangaroos were interested in lemon trees kangaroos are
0: interested in any greenery they yeah. can they can get um what we do with our food scraps is we have chickens
1: mm-hmm.
0: so we give our food scraps the chickens who will eat pretty much anything um if it's i know you're not supposed to give dogs cooked bones but if it's a big lamb bone or something the dogs will dogs will get that if it's mm. smaller stuff chicken bones actually can be handy when you're lighting your fire as well
1: Cool, really yes yeah.
0: because they retain a lot of the fat and so they will burn longer
1: that's good to know yeah that's like a sneaky way to get the fire started too which i always struggle with
0: <laughs> yeah and another thing with to getting the fire starter because um winter is coming as they mm. say in the classics um with the leftover oil and stuff for your cooking or your fat from the cooking um i often pour that into a container that has a paper towel inside mm-hmm. and leave that and use that as a fire starter
1: cool and then getting your second life out as the oil as well that that's a good idea yeah.
0: oily paper towels can go in your green recycling bin
1: too nice there you go yeah
0: yeah, we're a wealth of information today.
1: I know. I'm actually learning so much. Like, each time I chat to you, Gareth, I learn something new.
0: <laughs> Not all eh? that's, that's useful. <laughs>
1: hey, that's yeah. useful. I will definitely, like, the paper towel, the chicken bones. Um, then also there was something else I was going to look at at home to change as well, too. Oh, the ash as well. Putting a bit of that in the bin.
0: Yeah, and uh, you and I also spoke another time in just chatting about wicking beds and that's a whole other podcast I think as well Mm. we could we could maybe do a GCH green about the wicking beds
1: yeah oh for sure Have you? are you gonna do one um thinking about it we've got one big main garden bed in our backyard and it's perfectly set up half already to do it Mm. so yeah I think it's easily done and as you said it just saves on water too with a wicking bed which is pretty tempting
0: we will dive into wicking beds I think on another GCH green and maybe even worm farms Mm, yeah because we used to have a worm farm as well and that's another good way to get rid of your uh, food scraps
1: yes yeah and they're also just if you get the see-through ones they're just fun to watch them do their thing
0: (laughs) yeah it's the only thing that we had to watch was the the kids like to watch the uh the worms um squirming around on the top and forget they forget to put the lid back on
1: oh no and the birds probably yeah magpies would have had a decent feed oh oops
0: (laughs) (laughs) but they they learn pretty quick so Mm. and Another thing is with this is also not just educating everyone, including ourselves. We, we learn things and we do this. Mm-hmm. It's good tips to pass on to the younger generation because I know my kids who were primary school age are very, very keen to be green and environmentally conscious and, and stuff like that. So, you know, hopefully we can teach the kids and then um, they can Picks up some of the mistakes that may have occurred over the years.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, it's nice though as well too, because I can I resonate with that too, because my grandma taught me how to garden as well as my partner's um, parents. So it's a really a shared a good way to share an experience with family members too.
0: Yeah, I actually had a, a memory pop up on one of my social media feeds the other day of uh, my youngest, who would have been probably two or three, helping air quotes me dig out to a garden bed, which was basically her jumping around in the mud. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I was a little jealous, actually. Yeah. <laughs> a bloody pepper Pig. Um, yeah, look, there's there's plenty of small ways that we can make we can make changes, um, and there'll be more stuff coming up on our social media as well. Um, battery recycling is another thing. I don't think people realise about recycling your batteries. Mm. A lot of people just chuck them in the bin, and I was guilty of that. Mm. Um, but there are places where you can take your batteries. Uh, I know Aldi here does it. I think Woolworths might as well. Um, make sure you put some tape over the end of it because they can catch fire.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that's good to know too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even if you chuck them in your regular bin, which we obviously don't want, but, yeah, they they can catch on fire again. Mm. So just be be careful with your, with your batteries. And, of course, those little ba- button batteries, just avoid at all costs, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're a bit dangerous.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Especially when you get younger people Mm -hmm. knocking about. So, um, yeah, actually, I have a, I have a whole list, and I'll show you this later, and and people can go back and check us on our socials of everything that got that you can put into a green bin. So, um, when we when we finish this up, I'll, I'll uh, let you know what you can chuck in your green bin, and you can go back and make some. You can be a leader in your community.
1: For positive change, small change, change, big change. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Tish, thanks so much for coming on this GCH Green podcast.
1: Always a delight with you, Gareth. Uh,
0: and for anyone out there, keep an eye out for any of as well for Our Community Is Able, which is... Actually, I'll let you plug it with, Tish.
1: Yeah, so Our Community Is Able is a podcast designed to help people with an intellectual disability access health and wellbeing topics. So we have a bunch of guests coming up, and they're from different areas in our disability community, and just have a chat about things that we can find to help us as well
0: can't wait for that to start that's going to be on the gch podcasting network along with community is our middle name podcast and these gch green podcasts so keep an eye out for that all right thanks so much tish we'll um we'll put a bow on it and we'll talk again very shortly
1: cool thanks gareth <laughs>
0: Thank you once again, Letitia, for coming on to this GCH Green episode of the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast, talking all things green. Well, some things green. We're going to talk a bit more in future episodes about other things that we can do, other ways that we can live a bit more sustainably, a little bit more green. And uh, like I said at the, at the start, what better day to drop this podcast than on St. Patrick's Day This podcast is the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast. It's part of the GCH Podcasting Network. Greenpeace Community Health provides a range of services right across Western Victoria, including alcohol and other drug support, carer support, family violence assistance, aged care, uh, home care package, case management, NDIS support, including uh, support coordination and plan management mental health services, counselling across a wide range of sectors, including generalist counselling, much, much more. For more information, go to gch.org.au. You can uh, have a look on there as well to see the areas that we cover. We cover a massive area across west of Victoria, including the Northern Grampian Shire, our rural city, Horsham Rural City, West Wimmera Shire, Hindemar Shire, Yarriambiack Shire, Bullock Shire, Southern Grampian Shire, Pyrenees Shire and Central Goldfield Shire regions. We are on uh, social media as well. We're on Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash Grampians Community Health or just search for Grampians Community Health on there. And we are on Instagram and we are on Snapchat at GCH Grampians on both of those. We're also on YouTube. So you can search us up on YouTube and find us on there as well. You can listen to this podcast... And uh, all the other ones that are coming up on the GCH podcast network, including Letitia's Our Community is Able podcast, which will be launching very, very shortly. I think there's just a few final kinks to be figured out with that one. Letitia's got some amazing guests lined up too. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, can subscribe on Podbean, uh, iHeartRadio, tune in anywhere you get your podcasts from, anywhere you find a good podcast, you'll find these ones. The intro and outro music for this podcast is an original composition by our very own Andrew Parsons, and we use that with his permission, and we thank him very much for that. And we also acknowledge that this podcast was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Jabbarong people, and we pay our respects to all elders, past, present, and emerging, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal people. I hope you guys took something away from this episode. Um, I just think that, like I said in the episode, I. When people hear about becoming uh, more green or more eco-friendly, they think it's going to cost the world. It's really not. And that's the whole point of this GCH green stuff that we're doing is just to let people know you can make these little changes that make a big difference, and it won't cost a fortune. Time's are tough. The cost of living's high. We understand that. And so... uh, we're not going to be, you know, telling people to make gigantic changes in their life that they simply can't afford, but we provide little tips about little things that you might be able to change, and uh, hopefully you've got something from this episode and from future ones as well. My name is Gareth Olver. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Uh, we love bringing you the Communities of Inner Name podcast, and uh, I can't wait to talk to you all again very, very shortly. So, uh Until next time, on behalf of everyone here at Grampians Community Health, for you, your family and our community, I will say so long.